Lion Hearted Podcast. What up, what up? You are now tuned into the Lion Hearted Podcast where the feelings reside and only the strong survive. I'm your boy Maine, so let's get into it. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so I'm back with another episode for y'all. No interview this week, but you know I'm still have some heat for y'all. Yeah, so what I really wanted to talk about was, okay, so this past Saturday, as we all know, Colorado, which is college, Colorado played Colorado State. That's right, Coach Prime versus, I believe his name is Jay Norvell. And it's crazy because in some of his pictures, you could tell he a brother. But then in a lot of his interviews, it's hard to tell. So, of course, I did some research, and he, he in fact, is a brother. So then it raised the question for me, like, where does the level of hate come from? Like, this is your, this is your own kind. These are your own people. Like, why hate on something that's exuding greatness? Not just for himself, but for the children that he's teaching to be men. The story came out recently, like, of course, because as everybody knows, Prime won a Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys. So naturally, it's and they've been struggling over the last 25 years or so. And this is not to pile on about y'all sorry-ass football team, so don't get your feelings hurt. But I say that to say, like, and he would be. Since Jimmy Johnson, Coach Prime would be the, the, coach, the perfect coach for you guys. So the story came out like, oh, he's doing so good at Colorado because he's undefeated. He might be thinking about the NFL. There might be a coaching change in Dallas, and Coach Prime will be the perfect person. You know, just uh, throwing that little bit of heat in there. You know, trying to trying to make a story, trying to make headlines and everything, doing what Jerry do. So I get it. But Coach Prime came out quickly and was like, nah, this is where I'm at. I'm not going to be able to develop rich men the way that I'm developing these kids, which makes a lot of sense. If you think about it, but again, it goes back to the question that I asked before: What is the hate on Prime's greatness? And it wasn't. It's not just at Colorado. So naturally, you would think like it's a race thing because you know Colorado is predominantly a white community, but it's not even the case. Prime been getting his hate since he was at Jackson State. Hell, I'll take it back even further. They hated on Prime as a player. They didn't like Prime Time. When Deion Sanders became Prime Time, Neon Deion, they didn't like that. Greatness makes people uncomfortable. I'm starting to see that more and more. And just pay attention. Just have conversations with people. And the things that they say, little, little small things. It's never nothing too direct. It's never nothing big. But it's little small things. And then they say they throw things in there to throw you off, like, stay humble. Because naturally, we think humble means, you know, grateful, thankful, very appreciative. Or at least that's what I thought for many years. So it's like, stay humble. Don't get too far ahead of the game, right? Like, Okay, that, that's some good advice. But then I was like, let me see. I never really looked up the definition to the word humble. So I finally looked it up. And lo and behold, what I was to find is 
the definition of basically stay humble or being humble is the number one definition is to think less of yourself. I ain't have to read no further. Honestly, I, I didn't want to read no further. I quickly exited out my phone like, nah, I ain't doing that. I, I'm not doing that. I don't believe anybody should do that. You should never think less of yourself. Whether you're a coach, whether you're playing sports, I don't give a damn if you're a painter. If you do drywall, build homes, it don't matter. Sitting behind a desk, if you're a lawyer, and I can go on and on, no matter what your profession is, no matter what you do. Hell, even if you're a bum on the street, you need to be the greatest bum or the greatest homeless person out there. And that's how serious I am about this thing, especially within our own community. Because as we know, and it shows more and more each week, if Coach Prime was to do a poll or we was to do a poll, of a poll excuse me, on Coach Prime, I guarantee you it would be the faces that look like him that you think would want to champion him that's hating on him the most. And you see, that's what we get a lot of the times. There's this narrative out there that it's like from the outside, like, oh, they're the ones holding us back. and You know, we got the preconceived notion of using what happened to our ancestors 500 years ago. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to diminish it in any way. But I'm fortunate enough to have a grandmother from the South that is 92 years old. Let me repeat that again. She is 92 years old, and she still gets around very well. And if you see her, she probably looked like she in her 70s, late 60s. Hell, she even looked better than some of y'all in your 40s, just being honest. But I I say that to say I've never heard her complain once. Now if she's done it, she do it privately. She don't never she's never been like, oh, you can't do this because you know, you know how they are. You know, you know that's the narrative. They always holding us back. We gotta work ten times harder to get ahead. Which is fine with me. If I gotta work ten times harder just to get where you at for your nepotism or just because of the color of your skin, I'm good with that. Because I'm no stranger to hard work. I was just having this conversation yesterday with my brother. We have our weekly conversations where we tap in, you know, because we all, everybody got their own thing going on. We all busy, but we try to keep in touch, you know, and, and just basically update each other on everything. So we were sitting there and we was talking, and of course we was talking about the Colorado game, which was Saturday night, and against State, Colorado University versus uh, Colorado State. Prime versus Coach Norville. And in the midst of the conversation, it came up like, why is there a complaint that we got to work hard just to be great? Don't you want to develop that anyway? Or would you rather stuff get handed to you? Would you rather things come that easy to you? That's the question. Like, can you really, would you really feel comfortable if somebody gave something to you? Don't get me wrong, through all the trials and tribulations in my life, it's like, man, sometimes you get that little bit of, man, I wish it would, but then it's at the same time, it's like, nah, I'm blessed to carry this because I can handle it. And then I look at all my things that I've accomplished, the things that they said that I couldn't do and I wouldn't do and all this other thing, and I've always been one to prove it wrong. 
that's just my thing. That's my staple. So again, I say it. If wanting to be great makes you uncomfortable, sorry, not sorry. I'll never apologize for wanting to be the great. Just want to be the greatest. Want to be the best. Like, come on now. Even if you never achieve that, because it's not really, it's objective. So we don't know what that is. We don't know what that looks like. But it's the journey, it's the chase that's more exciting. Because what it's about, being the greatest is not being better than everyone else. It's about being your best self, your greatest self. They even asked Prime in a 60-minute interview, do you believe you're the best coach in the NCAA? And his response was what? Hold on for a second. Let me get a mirror so I can look at it. I mean, he didn't figuratively get a mirror, but he would have. Knowing Prime, he would have. But I get what he was trying to say. And he told the dude, now, do you really, what you know about me, what I exude out there, do you really think I'm going to say somebody better than me? The type of person I am, and if you go back and listen to the first interview I did for season two, that was one of my first friends, my best friend. You know, I grew up with him. Same disability, same challenges and everything. Hey, dog, I was trying to beat you, dog. Looking right in the face. Like, I I chased you because I was trying to beat you. 30 years later, the fact that I came in second, a lot of those times, that shit still bugged me. It's not because I think I'm better than him. It was just, I don't want nobody to say that they better than me. You get what I'm saying? It's just, it's like a, it's an internal thing. I mean, hell, we could take it to the present day. You, people, it's people out there that's been doing this podcasting thing that's longer than I am. They're already on YouTube. They're already doing the visuals. They're doing everything. But if you look at their track record, they've probably been doing it about three plus years now. I've been doing this thing since February, dropping an episode consistently at least once a week. Now that football has come, I'm twice a week. I was thinking, I was going, I, I was thinking. For a second. Am I going to take this week off? Because I was supposed to do an interview today. Matter of fact, I had two different ones scheduled. And because of scheduling conflicts, they didn't happen. Which is okay, because I'm going to get to them. You know, they're still in the works. It just didn't happen when I expected it to happen. But sometimes that's great, because now I can do this. But this episode that I'm doing right now, it will drop. Tomorrow is Wednesday, so it will be dropping tomorrow. As I record this, because I'm staying consistent with my brand. That's my thing. Every Wednesday, you're going to get an interview. Every Saturday. It was Friday, but now I done moved it to Saturday. Every Saturday, you're going to get something about football, the NFL. And then basketball is creeping back in. It's all about the work. And I'm not a stranger to constructive criticism either. So when people hit me in an email or text message and they telling me about my you know, about the podcast, about the episode, I want honest feedback, so I'm asking the tough questions. Hey, how's my audio level? How's my guest sounding versus how am I sounding? And it's it's been some things, yeah, it's not always, oh, you're great, and you're this, you're that. It's, hey, you, it's good, but you can fix this. You can get better at this. And it's a couple people I didn't told, like, hey, we can do another one, because I feel like I'm getting better with each episode with my audio levels and things like that. So, with that being said, I feel like I, I kind of I want to do them justice too and give them the same level of quality that I'm starting to create. 
with that being said, I'm thankful for them because if I had them earlier interviews that I did, it allowed me to get better. It allowed me to get better with my questions because I'm straight off the dome with everything. I don't write nothing down because to me, it would sound too robotic. It wouldn't be authentic. So I wouldn't know how to do that. So I so I had to, from my second ever interview on, even back in season one, which is 20 episodes in total. So basically from season two on, so basically 19 episodes in season one, and now this is going to be episode nine for season two. It's just me being me straight off the dome. And I say all that to say, like, we need to start bigging each other up. That That's what my platform, that, and of course, I'm not just saying I'm just going to stick to having, like, black guests and things like that. Of course, I want to have any and everybody, because I, I wasn't raised like that, too. And I think that's why it bothered me so bad. I've had all kind of friends. I've had Hispanic friends, of course. I've had white friends. I've had Arab friends. I've had all kind of races. I, it never it never bothered me. Because my mom did, we didn't wasn't raised to see color. Like it, you know what I'm saying? My mom was born in Louisiana, and I thank God that my grandpa and my grandma moved the family to California. Because I, I would probably have a different mindset being from the South and having to grow up in that environment. So if you're dealing with that, you know, the racial divide and everything on a daily basis, like, I feel for you. But here in California, it feel like we have it, but we don't need to. Because it's not like, like I said, it's not other races against ours or ours against other races. A lot of times in California, we hate on the people that look like us. And that's what they're doing to Prime. But it's because they're scared of his greatness. It's scared that he says, I'm the best. and He backs it up. He puts the pressure on himself. I think a lot of people crumble under the pressure to where the point that they don't want to, they don't want to chase greatness because if they fail, it's something inside them where they don't think they can handle failure. I love it because I done failed. I done succeeded. I done failed. I done, it's like a, like a roller coaster. Life is like a roller coaster. Matter of fact, I think I got a, a poem that I wrote years ago with that title. I'm, I'm, I'm posted. When I post it, that matter of fact, I am. When I post this episode, I'm going to post that too so you can see what my thought process is. And I think I wrote that back in about 2015, 2016, around that time. That's one of the first ones I did. But it's like the ebbs and flows of life. I remember my grandma, um, my dad, mom, my grandmother, she's passed on now. But I remember she um, she told me once, she told me one time, life is life. She just kept it that simple. Life is life. Baby, life is life. She never really called me by my first name because I was always, I was always my grandma's baby. So she goes, baby, life is life. And I didn't understand it then. But now that she's gone and I didn't got through what I went through and different things like that, I understand it now. Like, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. So once it happens, you got to get up and deal with it. You got to get up and deal with it. She dropped so much gems on me, like, growing up as a kid that I'm thankful for now because it's like, damn. And I tell people all the time, if you think I'm strong, my grandma, that lady, man, she she was something special. And I see where I get it from. I see where it comes I see where it comes from, like the way that I am. So I'm unapologetic about it because she was unapologetic about it. 
And the fact that Prime is unapologetic about the way that he moves, I love it. If you can't listen to a Prime, you can just listen to his interviews. You know how we talk about the great people that we like, Tupac, Nipsey. I will put Coach Prime in there like the type of motivational thing. Like you could put on a put on a 14-minute clip because I, I know they got a few playlists that somebody created on YouTube. You can listen to about – if you listen to that every morning, it'll give you that little extra juice if you naturally don't got it. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Some days I don't have it. Some days I like – even when it comes to recording, like sometimes I just don't have it. Then I remember like why I'm doing this. You got to remember your why. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of people, like, and we complain. We just naturally complainers. We're human. It's it's a natural connotation of our lives. We all do it, whether we got jobs or whether we, you know, anything like that. If you got to get up and go to work, but you know why you're getting up to go to work. If you have children, you got to provide for your children. Hell, even if you don't, you got to feed yourself or you're a star. And then I always remind myself, it's always somebody that's doing I don't want to say worse because that's a bad word to use in this, in this to explain this, what I'm trying to say, but it could be much worse. Let me say that. It could be much worse. A lot of a lot of people in my situation, they're not as blessed as I am. And I always remind myself is that as much as I work and as much as I got to grind and to get to just where I'm at, it's a lot of people that don't, they might not even have the mental capacity or they just physically can't. See, I'm somewhere... Well, my mind has always been sharp as a tack. But physically, like, right now I'm somewhere in the middle. But I even I could be better because there's things that I can control, you know, eating habits and workout habits. Like, it's not just trying to be – I'm not just trying to be great podcast. I'm trying to be great in life. And I feel like listening – because I've been posting Prime a lot lately, but a lot of people don't know this. I have never was able to play football because of my physical disability, but I always wanted to play football. My dream was to play football. Like my brothers played. I wanted to play with my brothers. I'm like, y'all playing on the line. I'll be because my brother asked me one year, one a long time ago. He asked me like, what position would you play? I was like, man, you see, I wear that 21 on my back and hoop. See, I was able to play basketball, but I always that which is that's my it's not my first sport because baseball was my first sport, but basketball is what I love. I'm a hooper at heart, but football was always like a. I just love prime time. That was. I picked number 21. It wasn't because of KG, and it wasn't – no disrespect to KG, but that's not where I got it from. It came because Prime had that 21 on his back for Atlanta and the whole Prime shuffle, the whole Dirty Bird and all, like, just the way he – like he said, he had the Jerry Curl back in the day. It looked wet, but it was dry. You know what I'm saying? Little little things like that. Cause I, hey, I rock my curls. Cause of course, I seen my dad do it, but then Prime, too. Prime was always that, like, that person, I was like, that was, if I was able to have, like, that spotlight, I would be, like, prime, and I would be unapologetic about it. And luckily, like, as I grew, then Allen Iverson came along, and he was real unapologetic of of everything that he did for the culture. And, of course, they weeded him out a little bit early, but then now that you see, now they're showing him the love. Now they're showing him the uh, adulation, excuse me, of everything. And it's like, yeah, you should have did it then. We was all doing it then. But then it was like, they're scared. They were scared of what? They were scared of his influence on the world because he was empowering a lot of people. And that's what Prime is doing now. When he went to Colorado and he told them, 
flat out, hey, a lot of y'all going to have to jump in that. Go on and jump in the portal because I can already smell it on y'all. I can tell this ain't the energy that you want. It's not for y'all. And if you stay, those that stay, trust me, we'll be able to weed you out too because I'm going to make you quit. Because guess what? I'm bringing my own luggage. Oh, and there's Louie. Don't get it twisted. And, that, of course, the great Travis Hunter, number one recruit in America at the time, QB1, Shador Sanders, safety, Shiloh Sanders. I was so happy when he got that pick six with that 21 on his back, looking just like his pops. The only thing, Shiloh, I wish you would have gave me the high step, bro. That's what I was – I mean, you did your own thing, and I get it. But it just it just looked so much like Prime, and he said it after the game, like, yeah, I'm Coach Prime, but I have a dad moment. And I always ask my I ask my brother this all the time, like, because he coached uh, my nephew uh, little league team, little league football youth football team, and my cousin do as well. He a coach on the squad as well, and he coaches him. Like, where is that? Where do you draw the line of you know, dad versus coach? It's, it's it's hard. Like as, as a relative, and so like any type of slight of them. That's my godson. That's my nephew. So I'm gonna be upset. That's my little cousin. So I'm gonna be upset. You can't say nothing negative and and me not get upset. And then I pull up my heart, pull at my heartstrings a little bit. Like you know what I mean? Even when I used to watch my nephew Kobe uh do his thing uh on the basketball court, and it was the basketball court that I used to run up and down that I stepped on. You know what I mean? Because he went to the high school that I went to. He graduated from the high school that I went to. And it was it was just hard to see because I knew the ability he had, but you know nowadays everything's different. It's not the same as our era. Like a lot of these coaches and a lot of these people, like Prime, is a coach that's the greatest DB to ever play the position. He played at the greatest level. He's an NFL head coach. Where about let's be honest, about five to six percent of these of his players will probably have a shot at the league. And he said something that really rang true. If 6% go to the league, what's that going to do for the rest of them? When I went into their house, their parents trusted me with their little boy. It's my job to bring them back a man, to send them back a man. And why wouldn't we champion that? Why is it a problem? When you say you're the best and you want to strive to be the best and you want to be the greatest, so the next time you hear somebody tell you to stay humble, tell them, man, fuck you. And be on and be straight up about it. Now nah, I ain't doing that shit. I, I never think less of myself. And this goes to any and everybody, like I said. I don't care if you're a coach, a player, a podcaster, a painter, drywaller, a lawyer, if you work in an office, if you got a desk job. You need to get your typing skills up. You want to, you know, you want to type faster than your coworker. Be the best you can be. Always set milestones for yourself. You're going back to school. Okay, you got your associate's degree. Okay, you got your bachelor's degree. Go for that master's. If you got your master's, go for your doctorate. Like, keep keep progressing and keep striving because you don't, we only get one chance. We only get one chance at this thing to where we're breathing. I mean, if you've been through some things like I have and you know you're blessed, hey, that ain't nothing but God because you're not finished yet. But when he ready to come get you, he going to come get you. But what your dash going to be like? And that's the thing. We done got to the point now to where it's like 
everybody else in society, they starting to see. It's not, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. We just got to get right within our own community. And we got to start embracing each other the way we want the world to embrace us. How how we gonna how we gonna want the outside world to do something if it's if it's dirty inside of our house? No matter what you do, like even like with the podcast thing, like it's been a couple of people, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. They've hit me up and like, hey, how did you do? Like, how did you start? Where did the courage come from? And all these things. Hey, look, let me show you how to do it. And it's a chance. These these people that ask me, it's a chance. They they could take off faster than I am. You know what I mean? They could work just as hard as I do. I don't know. But I'm not threatened by it because one thing I do know, my style is my style. My story is my story. Theirs is theirs. You know what I mean? So if they drop an episode, I, I want to listen to it. I want to listen to it. And my whole thing is, hey, I'll come on your platform, come on mine. Let's create dual content. I'm all I'm all about that. And thankfully enough, I could say, like, I get a lot of motivation from listening to Tupac, Nipsey Hussle, Coach Prime, like people like that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, uh, two of the three just happen to be Leo's, by the way, Nip and Coach Prime, whose birthday is only two days after mine. So it makes a lot of sense. When I hear a lot, when I hear these great people talk, knowing I think like that, it's like, I hear myself. And don't think I left them out of everybody. If you know me, then you know, of course. I listened to Kobe Bean Bryant all day. All day, every day. Whether he was alive or whether he done passed on. I used to I used to champion him when he was here. I didn't have to wait till he was gone to understand his value. You know what I mean? And that's what I, that's why I want everybody to feel that way about themselves. If you listening to this, it's nothing wrong with being your greatest self. It's nothing wrong with having high self-esteem, self-belief, and all those things. It's not cocky. It's confidence. So when you tell me I'm the best, it's a compliment. It's that simple. Like I said, it took me until my grandma was gone to understand it, but I'm glad I understand it. She always told me, baby, life is life. Take it for what it's worth. Make the best of it. Make the best out of it. Make the bet. Whatever situation comes your way, you know how to handle it because you built for it. And I wanted to do this episode to let y'all know if you're listening to this, you built for whatever's going on. If you got big dreams, if you around people that don't believe in big dreams, just don't be around those people no more. If you want to build your house, build your house. That shit is dope. I just went to my cousin's house. Like I said, his wife, you know, my cousin, she graduated you know, from college. We went and celebrated the night. We was we was watching the Colorado game and all, but we were celebrating her too. And nice home, beautiful home. Like, man, and it was good to see. And he only a year older than me. Not even a full year, a couple months. He only a couple months older than me. It's like, man, it's a lot of people that'll probably hate on that shit, man. That shit is a goal. That shit is like that shit is great to see. You know what I mean? That shit is uh like that's that's something I strive for one day. It's to be able to build a home from the ground up and be like, damn, I could look back and be like, damn, I seen my cousin do it. Shit, when I, and then I seen him and then my other cousin, shit, I watched them get married. That might be something I want to go for too, because I seen them do it. They're my peers. They're in my age group. So that, so they let me know it ain't nothing wrong with it. And seeing how their lives then got better since then, oh yeah, definitely. 
But the thing about it is you just got to pick the right one. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's listening to make sure you pick the right one. You can't marry it in everybody. You got to make sure it's the right one, definitely. But, yeah, don't, don't be fearful of nobody else's greatness. And don't let nobody make you be fearful of your greatness. Be your best self at all times. You owe it to yourself. That's the only thing you owe to yourself or to anybody else is to be your best self. So if you're listening to this, I hope you got a lot from it. And listen, and if you're not a college football fan, you're not a college football fan. And my boy, my boy Trav, he asked me, because uh, I posted Saturday night on Facebook, like, yeah, you know, excite me. Like, man, you're a Colorado fan? And I feel like I didn't really go into depth with him, but I feel like he asked me that because he know I'm a big, huge Denver Bronco fan, which I'm going to talk about that in my next episode a little bit more. But, and I go, I kept it gangster. I'm like, hey, no, nah, I'm an LSU fan at heart. I love my LSU Tiger. Always have. Always have. That's always been my squad, and it's always going to be my squad. But the fact that Coach Prime is at Colorado, I'm with that. When he was at Jackson State, I'm with that. When he was with Atlanta Falcons, I'm with that. He was only with the 49ers for a cup of coffee, but I couldn't get with that, and y'all understand why. Cowboys, hell no, I'll never, I'll never be with that. You know what I mean? So as long as the, the Atlanta 21, the Jackson State 21, or the Colorado Buffaloes, you know, well, his son Shiloh got 21 now, but you catch my drift. You see what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's a couple of things that, you know, I always say, and, and it rings true. And, and it makes, I know it makes people, I, I know it makes people upset. I, I know it makes people upset. And then one of them is, I, I always say, especially when it comes to sports, I say genetics matters. And the reason why I say that is because even with me being born with CT, me being born premature, and I was having this conversation with my mom, and she's like, she kind of not dismissed it, but she was like, no, nah, that's not what the doctors told me. But I'm thinking in my head, like, yo, I don't care what nobody say. The fact that you was a softball player, and daddy was a hooper, and I've had my physical ter- therapist, excuse me, tell me, sir, you're very athletic. Like, she didn't already put that tag on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just got to get back in shape. That's basically what she was telling me, right? And that got something to do with my parents. You know what I mean? The fact that I'm able to recover from things so quickly, and people be like, how did you do it? It, it got a lot to do with but my genetics. That's why I say genetics matters, and I don't care. I go to my grave believing that because you can see it. You, you can see it. You can see it. Sometimes, you know, you can work. You can strive for greatness, right? Sometimes it's just natural and you can just see it. You can smell it. Smell it on a person if they got it, if they got that aura about themselves. And that's where it comes from. Oh, yeah. And, of course, this too. And I end every episode the same way. Just because their vision is blurry, that doesn't diminish your greatness. Until next time, stay lionhearted. Stay lionhearted.